Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance by Dylan Crush. Ganesh is back in his natural element in this one, playing a southern debutante looking for love. a little sunshine <laughs> R&R. a little break uh yeah did did some good you know what's crazy about being in the sunshine after being inside all day is that like i had thought i was like okay it'll probably be weird walking around every day my body's probably atrophied a little bit but dude just being in the sun it fucked my skin up for like a minute when we got when we got to virginia and then everything was fine I w- and now I'm I had a beautiful and dark. Yeah, you were bright white before. You looked just like me. When I I had that same experience where like I was like, oh, I haven't moved around in months. I bet I'm going to be like in pain or like my muscles have atrophied. But then I went on this trip and I walked like four miles and it didn't bug me. But the sun fucking killed me. I like I stepped outside for 10 minutes and I felt like a sunburn happening. I was like, oh, God. No, thank you. So, yeah, back safe and sound inside. Yep. I threw up playing golf. Cause, cause I had like I had, I had like mad heat Were you drinking any drinks? I had like I, I had three Gatorades and three waters. Oh, the good kind of drinks. And right, but it was just it was ninety five degrees outside. <laughs> three Gatorades. Oh, that sugar probably didn't help you too much. Probably not. <laughs> uh, where'd you do it? In the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I excused myself. Walked to the tree line. I was like, I gotta use a little boys' room. Walked to the tree line with barf in his mouth. The tree line still completely 100% in sight. Had a, had a little. Uh, <laughs> he walks back with a stain all over his shirt. All right. The barf was, um, was a cool blue. No. Just like a Gatorade. But it tasted good. That's the best flavor. Tasted the same coming right back out. Mm. Then I had some of my best golf that I've ever played. Wow. So, That's the secret. Yeah. That's what all the greats do. Yeah, they go puke it up before before each hole. So I, Tiger Woods was in all those Gatorade commercials. Mm-hmm. Cause he drank it a lot and he puked it. Up. That's what it's for. Do you want? Do you want to start the episode now? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called Sweet Tea and Second Chances. How could you forget that name? It's a lot of words. I'm only halfway through. A small town second chance romance. Oh, that's part of the title. Book one. No, 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 no. It's still going. Book one in the Lovebird Cafe series. <laughs> Oh, I like a cafe. I like a cafe uh, bird. Me too. And lest we forget, it's by the uh, one and only Dylan Crush. Ooh. Dylan with two wins. Oh, that's cool. And uh, a woman. Yeah. Just so you can complete the picture. Well, the two ends gives it away. Is that right? Yeah. How many ends is in Dylan Roof? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to cut. Uh, coming out okay. pretty what early you... with that, but look, you're out of practice. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, what am I doing? We're out. We're on vacation, all right. I don't know what's going on. That's the first Dylan you think of. First name Dylan. Unfortunately, well, I guess Dylan McDermott. I think of Matt Dylan. I think Dylan, comma Bob. You think of Matt Dylan before Bob Dylan? Most days, yes. 
Okay. Well, actually, I think I do too. He's got that face. I don't. I haven't thought about. I'm always thinking about there's something about Mary. So you are. That is the if there if you were a cartoon that showed a thought bubble next to your head, it would always be something about Mary. (laughs) Ganesh like has Jonathan Richmond playing outside of his window in his brain, and he looks out and hears the little songs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish. Honestly, that wouldn't be the worst way to live. Before we get into this, I think it's worth noting this is a request. Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a request. Can you remind us who requested this? This is for Taylor and Samantha. Taylor wrote in and said that... Big fan. Big fan. Huge fan. Huge fans. Frightening almost. And this one, I believe, was requested by Taylor for... For her sister, Samantha. Taylor's a her? Okay, right. Okay, for her sister, Samantha. And um, she specifically picked this book because they love episodes where y'all two are made very uncomfortable by me saying graphic things. So this book is going to do just that. Well, thank you, Taylor and Samantha, for making this evening one to remember. Mm. I just had a big dinner, so I hope I don't lose my lunch, lose my dinner. Hope you don't doze off. Also, just want to say between Taylor and Dylan, I did. I do seem a little hung up on gender, and I want to apologize for that. I don't have any. That's not my thing. Uh huh. I don't see gender. Oh, yeah. I don't see it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I do see color, though. I'm a bad guy. Oh my God. <laughs> and um, that's uh, that's going to do it here at the Amazon Book Club. This is bad. This whole intro is really reflecting poorly on me. It's hot. All right. When the AC is off. Oh, I haven't turned my AC off yet. Hold on. The filter goes with it. I don't know. I just turned it off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Should we redo this? <laughs> Oh, it sounds like you want to redo it. You want to redo it? Are, are you regretting your um, your references to white supremacist <laughs> Dylan Roof? And then saying that you uh, do uh, see uh, Roughly God. 20 seconds into our stupid fucking podcast. I got to say, of all the things I've said in the last 10 minutes, Dylan Roof is like three or four on my list of <laughs> concerns. Right, let's, here, here's what we do. We'll do another one and then we'll save this one. Right? Oh, uh, we can, you can keep this. I don't really care. Let's start it over. Unless you think it's offensive. I have been saying some weird shit. Let's <laughs> well, start it over, but I think I, I don't know. I might use it. You could use some of it. Cut around it. Maybe don't put me saying Dylan Roof. That's not funny. I shouldn't joke about that. I really I literally thought he had two ends in his name. Am I crazy? I think you're right. I am right. Leave it in. Let the record show. <laughs> it's not a girl's name because it's the name of a male mass murderer. Uh, <laughs> My windows are open. Things are going to get dicey for me here in a minute. Tisk tisk tisk. My neighbors are not going to like the white dude in town piping off about Dylan Roof in his apartment. <laughs> into a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, there's a man yelling into his microphone doing a podcast. Keeps in Dylan Roof. I've said it way too many times now to be acceptable. Yeah, let's start over. You know what? Let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep it going. No, let's restart. All right. <laughs> I guess. I do feel bad. I do feel like this could, this does border on uh, poor taste. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was, I think, pretty funny. <laughs> uh, all right. Next time we talk about this author, we will not mention Dylan Roop. <laughs> uh, this is funny. Too bad we're throwing this away. Well, who said we're throwing it away? Uh, but it's also bad. I don't want to be bad. I want to be good. I don't think it's that bad. You don't? No, not really. Within a span of three minutes, I <laughs> name dropped Dylan Roof, mm-hmm. made a joke about how I have questions about gender. I could have cut that part out. <laughs> you could have, but now you can't, I guess. I think I could probably still cut it out. You could. But will you? I don't know. 
Uh, oh, you want to just keep going? Fuck it. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, this one goes out to you, Samantha. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Hmm. Well, you want to read the synopsis? Well, what are we doing? This <laughs> well, oh, geez. No, not from you. Do you even want to know after this? We don't usually do this. I just, I've something weird happened to me. I'll tell y'all what we do on this podcast. Finally, what we do on this podcast. Yeah, let's hear you do it. We read free ebooks off of Amazon Prime. That's right. Each one of these books is free, except for this book, which I paid three ninety nine for. Um, I just want to say this book is zero dollars if you have Kindle Unlimited. Just throwing it out there. Which I don't anymore. Oh, that was the whole cornerstone <laughs> of this damn podcast, dude. You got to re-up. What are we taking people's money for if we're not subscribing to Kindle Unlimited? That's crucial software to this business. All right. Anyway, so the, yeah, keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt. Hey, we read the first page, 25% mark, 50% mark, 75% <laughs> mark, and the last page. And then... Uh, yeah. Welcome to my hell. Then we just uh, end it. <laughs> and that's, that's the it. That's it. That's it. That's, yeah. That's the it. That's great. You know, I thought you'd put a little personal flair to it, but you stuck with within Austin's uh, framework. I've heard him say it almost every week for yeah. like three years. Thank you for taking that burden off of me this week. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, how's about you read the synopsis for Sweet Tea and Second Chances? A small town second chance romance. All right. Book one in the Lovebird Cafe series. So to be clear, we're not going to restart because of your <laughs> Dylan Roof stuff. We're just going <laughs> to... Well, quit saying it. Power through. All we right. could record another intro if All you wanted right, to mix and go. match. Nope, nope. It's too late. You want to throw me under the bus, I get it. It's too late. You dug your own grave. Here we go. Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance, Lovebird Cafe, book one by Dylan uh, Crush. The boy next door is about to rock my world again. And when I say rock, I mean he's going to turn me topsy-turvy, leaving my head spinning and other parts of my anatomy aching first touch yikes which part you think her butt yeah a spinning butt <laughs> is what they say my butt is positively spinning for you but there's no room in my new <laughs> life for an old flame especially not when the sparks still smolder can sparks do that mm, no they don't they, they're not smoldering they're shocking oh you're thinking sparks. of electric sparks yeah i'm thinking of any kind of sparks okay literal figurative Okay. All right. The only way to claim my big city future is by cutting ties with my small town past. And I find myself caught between a rock of regret and the hard plains of Robbie Jordan's friggin' chest. <laughs> Ooh. With a name like Robbie Jordan, you better have a big fucking barrel chest hulking. <laughs> I want to. I thought Robbie Jordan would be a, a trim swimmer's build. I could see that. Robbie Jordan does sign a sound like a little, you know, a point guard. Yeah, maybe he rides a skateboard to school sometimes. Okay, but he's still got a nice heaving chest. Yeah, he rides, he lays down on it, so he, it works his chest. Mm -hmm, that's right. Oh, he's doing like swimming exercises. That's, yeah, can't get to the pool. I only need to survive it. And his, his knuckles are really bloody because of the asphalt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His skin's torn up. I only need to survive until he fixes up my grandparents' house and I can cash out. But he's got a truck full of tools and knows exactly how to use them. Not to mention the things that man can do with a hammer. 
Mm. Pound. Nails. Pounding my nails. <laughs> Snag your copy of Sweet Tea and Second Chances today. Relax into Swallow Springs, Missouri. Where <laughs> Swallow a, Springs. Where a cocky rooster rules the roost and all of life's problems can be solved while sipping on a nice cold glass of sweet tea. Mm-mm. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wish I had some sweet tea right now. You would. You're a sweet tea guy. You're not? No. You like regular tea i'm a lemonade guy <laughs> he would and ganesha's a normal palmer that's why we all get along <laughs> all right well that is good i guess we'll uh we'll see how that opening went for me i'm really interested in hearing about these tools like an angle grinder uh maybe a buzz saw okay you go straight to the power tools yeah i'm all for excitement around here i was thinking a rubber mallet and uh <laughs> like a a chisel? <laughs> Rubber mallet and a chisel. You have an old school interpretation of tools. I do like a good hammer. It's a great tool. I say let's put a pin in that. Save your enthusiasm for the next, uh, well, the first page. Do you guys have tools? No, I don't have tools. I don't do anything. I own three different hammers. What do you do with them? They're on his wall. Well, depending on the task. They're decorative. <laughs> These are display hammers. <laughs> They're hung up on my wall. These are decorative, ornate hammers. You actually cannot hammer with them, no. They're made out of wood. No, I just, you know, one's, one's like a little smaller than the others, and one's like a little bigger than really the others. Really big. Yeah, you got three size hammers. Yeah, That's yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. you need. Mm-hmm. I got one drill. I have a huge hammer, and it has my name written on it. It says Shane. You have a hammer that says Shane on it? Yeah. Damn. That's like the origin story of a villain when i was in school i had to write my name on it or the other students will take it you have a hammer from school yeah because i went to art school and i had to build stuff that's right well they had pounding class yeah (laughs) that's right pounding 101 (laughs) i passed it okay yeah i passed with flying colors he got a p for pound and pass P for pound and pass. Well, that's all good. This uh, podcast sucks. <laughs> Let's jump into the first page of Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance. Lovebird Cafe, book one, Kindle edition by Dylan Crush. For the uh, Ben Shapiro market. <laughs> uh, What's his name? What's that goofy fucking dude who says, prove me wrong or whatever? Ben Shapiro. No, Ben Shapiro is the nerd. The other guy thinks he's cool, but he's not. Jacob Wall? No, Jacob Wall's a straight sociopath. Aaron, Jesse. It's, it's nobody named Jesse. It's um, ooh, goofy dude. He was on the show Arthur. He played Arthur. Change my mind guy. Change my mind guy. He's the guy in the meme that says blank. Change. Oh, it's fucking louder Crowder. Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder. That guy's a real piece of work. He played the character Arthur? He was on the cartoon Arthur playing Arthur. Holy shit. That sucks. Anyway. Huh? Anyway, I'm going for that audience. <laughs> That's what I want. I want that Crowder money. He didn't play Arthur. who did he play? DW? The brain. <laughs> he played the brain. The bunny? No, that's Buster. He's just a kind of normal looking aardvark. He's like the smart guy. I don't care. I'll put the image in the chat. You got to get Amazon Book Club on that new right wing social media site, Parlor. <laughs> you can put me on there. <laughs> All my troubling accidental things I say can go on parlor is that what that is i've never yeah. heard about this app it's a social media site where they're like we are for all about free speech but if you go on there and you're like you know america's imperialist devil they ban you 
So it's for old people. It's for like sensitive crybabies who think they're like free speech warriors, but are in fact triggered because people send them pictures of that pig shitting on its own balls every time they do. <laughs> I bet since <laughs> Twitter is kicking off all the Q people, they're probably just going to go there, right? Probably. I would imagine. Who knows? Those people. I mean, that's the real bane of society. Those fucking freaks. Good thing they don't listen to podcasts or else we'd be in trouble. Yeah, they're too stupid. Too stupid. <laughs> I don't know. After that intro, they may be hooked. Yeah, they're going to see all the codes in that. Me, Ganesh, and Shane are working with uh, Trump and Mueller to take down the pedophile cabal. <laughs> Headed up by Chrissy Teigen and Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Damn, Reba? Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> She's a ringleader. She's a level six dragon or something. You ever hear that her theme song? That's that's code. Alrighty, you ready? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I got this episode off on a bad foot. I gotta dig myself out of this hole. Sweet tea and second chances. How are we feeling about it? I'm feeling pretty good. I yeah. I just read the first line. Ooh, tantalizing. Then just read the line. Just read the damn line. Come on. All right. Sell down, Austin. I don't need any teasers in quarantine. Okay. Just read the fucking line. No corn teasers. This is uh, the first page of Sweet Teen Second Chances, a small town uh, something or other. <laughs> it's uh, Sweet Teen Second Chances, a small town second chance romance. Book one in the Lovebird Cafe series. And this is one of those books that. By changed- Dylan Crush. That changes perspective every chapter or two oh, so great a lot of trouble for no reason just watch me for the changes and try to keep up <laughs> damn that is like that's a clutch back to the future quote right there dude chapter one cassie the first time i saw robbie jordan's penis we were five years old <sighs> what is this for real me? yo QAnon is gonna be after us after this shit are you for real i'm starting to get suspicious he called it his fire hose and took great pleasure in showing me how he could spray the tulips in grandma macon's front flower beds from three feet away nasty little boy i'm sorry she watched him pee yeah that's her thing this whole book is about uh <laughs> water play damn Go on. I turned every shade of green with envy. Then I hiked up my skirt and tried. Damn, I wish I had a penis to pee out of. (laughs) Honestly, it's pretty good, (laughs) right? I feel like that is like underrated. It's probably rated appropriately. (laughs) It's just a peer. Yeah, but you can control it. Barely. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. Uh, Yeah. I feel you, brother. Then I hiked up my skirt and tried to do the same. A hot stream of pee trickled down my leg. Oh. He laughed so hard he fell on the grass. Peeing all over the place. (laughs) Man, just two little kids just peeing on each other. Couple of wicked pissers. Yeah, this is good stuff. That was over 20 years ago. Now, seeing him lounging buck naked on a patch of grass about 15 feet away, only one thought flooded my rattled brain. Boy... Has he ever filled out? What's happening? These people, who are they? Uh, this is... Did I hear that they have a common grandmother? This is some real sick shit. <laughs> this is Cassie. She loves pee. Uh, and this is that <laughs> little boy. All, but all grown up. And now he, now mm. he pees a lot. He pees like a man. <laughs> this episode is straight disgusting so yep. far. <laughs> Oof. We were thinking about firing up the patreon again but after this i don't know i don't know if we can justify charging for this smut listen me and shade we've been good boys over here you're the one spouting off about white supremacists and saying weird shit about gender and all that all i know listen i'm just talking facts dude austin stick to pee pee poo poo don't get into all that muck yeah you're in over your head dude (laughs) that's right yeah we got to get back to basics here tell me more about this man pissing out of his dick And how? (laughs) 
Yeah, Shane's in puberty. This one's getting nuts. <clears throat> Sorry. Well, <laughs> I gulped in a mouthful of fresh country air. Oh, Ooh, thank God. God. Good Lord. <laughs> Big exhale on that one. Yowzers. Pressed my hands to my hips and snout. Can, you, can we get a yowzers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we get a big fat yowzers sound, sound effect? Something like this. Yeah, 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 yowzers. Yeah, 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 yeah. can is. you capture the sound of boggle eyes on glasses? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'll try my best, fellas. Pressed my hands to my hips. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is again. And stomped down a well-worn path to the spring-fed pond on the edge of my grandparents' property. Robbie, what do you think you're doing? Well, I'm pissing all over, just like usual. He grabbed a t-shirt off the grass. What do my neighbors think? Honestly, for real, I'm right next to an open window. Uh, They're calling the mental health experts. And I deserve it. And held it over his crotch as he scrambled to his feet. Putting a hand up to shield his eyes from the setting sun behind me, he asked, Cathafrath? It's just Cassie to you. I hadn't seen him in over nine years, and the sight of his naked, chiseled chest plowed into me like a wrecking ball to the gut. Why is he naked? I don't know. Well, they're hanging outside, Austin. This is what people do. That's what you do when you go outside. Mm. It's been so long since I've been outside. I do forget the social norms. It's disrespectful to wear clothes in front of other people. (laughs) Now who's saying some weird shit? (laughs) Area man caught nude <laughs> during COVID-19 outbreak. Area man caught nude throwing uh, destroyed drawers into the street. I would still wear a mask. Area man in mask in dis- decidedly no drawers. <laughs> caught disposing of toxic waste outside apartment. I'll probably cut my balls in a second mask. Good Lord. This fucking sucks. <laughs> this is awful. Wow, we're really, I want to go to bed. Things are getting wild in the summertime. Uh, tuck me in. I'm done. We cancel ourselves. I hadn't seen him in over nine years, and the sight of his naked chisel chest plowed into me like a wrecking ball to the gut. What are you doing here? Well, uh, I was just cleaning out some brush around the pond. I, <laughs> nothing better to wear when you're in the brush than nothing. I heard they were coming out to take a look at the place, but didn't think you'd be here for a few days. His gaze raked over me and his tongue slipped out to run along his scruffy upper lip. Hey. (laughs) A little parched out here, too. (laughs) Oh, I could use some water. (laughs) Hey, you're looking good, Kath. I'm real good. The words rolled off his tongue and a Missouri, Missouri. Missouri. Missouri country drawl. Missouri. As the sun's rays behind him. The show me state. You ever hear that? Shoney? The Shoney's state? That's right. The official state of Shoney's. <laughs> Salad bar, free for every Missourian. Ah, uh, the Shoney's smoking section. Do you remember it? <laughs> yeah, the whole damn restaurant was a smoking section. I only saw it from afar, but I could smell it. Good God, even after all these years, he still had an effect on me. I tucked an escaped chunk of his hair back into my complicated updo and attempted to clear the giant lump from my throat. Ganesh, you're kind of rocking an updo right now. You do. Ganesh, are you wearing a bump it? You remember those? Uh, yeah, I got two in, actually. It's a two-tiered design. Two up top and one down below. That's what they say the ideal bump it formation is. Two bumpets is called um, the ass formation. Uh-huh. Call those the cheeks. Since when does clear and brush require naked sunbathing? Right. Oh, hell, Kathy girl, it's hard work. So I went for a dip. I was just drying off. When did you become such a prude? He bent. I don't know. I haven't seen you in nine years and you're goddamn naked. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, 
They're not close anymore. <laughs> We're not friends. This is strange. You're full on naked. He bent down to grab his jeans, giving me a side glimpse of his magnificent sculpted ass. Hog. Oh, ass. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no hog. <laughs> This guy's, this guy's clean down there like a Ken doll. Got nothing. Smooth. But he's got a huge butt. Huge donker. Michelangelo's David didn't have anything on Robbie's glutes. Can you even see the butt on David? Yeah, if you get around the back. Is David known for having a good butt? I think the way it's presented is just front out. They don't let you around to see the ass because it's too shocking for the average art yeah. goer. And there's a huge hole in it. <laughs> It took some liberties on the whole Michelangelo's dirty secret. <laughs> Maybe it's full 360 experience. I don't know. I've never been. If you turn it around, it's just it's just the same. It's the other. It's David on both sides. Just the face is where the ass is. <laughs> it's winking. I fan. I fan. <laughs> Go on. I fanned myself and pulled my clingy rayon T-shirt away from my body. My stars. Look at that rump. Air. I needed air. It couldn't be more than 75 degrees where I stood in the shade of the giant oak tree. Why was it suddenly so hot? Hey, I'm not a prude. Just a little surprised to see you here, that's all. I dropped my hands to my sides, suddenly at a loss as to what to do with them. He smiled, that same smug grin he's always given me. Like nine years hadn't passed without a word between us. And my stomach clenched, and I fought the urge to wrap my arms around him and nestle against his chest like I did way back when the world belonged to us. As he hopped around on one foot, he shoved one leg into a pair of well-worn jeans while still attempting to hold the shirt in place. For crying out loud, get dressed and then we can talk. I spun around, knocking my teenage angst back into the past and marched the 20 yards to my SUV. Mm -mm -mm. I'm, not, I'm not falling for that ass again. She's driving a big rig. <laughs> of course, they all are. What do you think it is? How much gas can I burn in a quick amount of time? I'm going to get in my F-150 and drive right out of here. Nah, F-450. <laughs> I got a Ford 950. <laughs> it's two stories tall. <laughs> it is technically has its own zip code. Lighten up, Cassie. You used to be fun. I remember you taking a bare-bottomed dip or two in the famed swimming hole once upon a time. What happens to the water in a swimming hole? Does it get a... Uh, uh, I guess, is it stagnant? I think so. Is it covered in like mosquitoes breeding? That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination toilet, bath, and cup of water. I was never one for a swimming hole. What's that? I like the flowing flowing water. I thought you lived by a swimming hole. I lived by a creek. A creek is not a swimming hole, my friend. Flowing water. Let's say you had a opening in the creek where it kind of opened up in like a circular area that was like a little bit deeper than the rest of the creek. Couldn't that be a swimming hole? No, nah, because that water's flowing. Yeah, it's not just a hole with water in it. It's got water coming in and out. Yeah, man. It's like it's like porn. You don't know what it is, but when you see it, you can you just know. That's a swimming hole. I can't define it, but if I see it, that's that's where I'm hopping in to swim. Well, let's stop there. Mm, good. I'm making a lot of good points today. You know, I hope they keep those clothes on in the cafe is all I'm saying. Well, it is the Lovebird Cafe. So you think it's some like eyes wide shut? It's a sex club. Sex club? <laughs> yeah, it's like an East Village <laughs> sex club. <laughs> a bunch of big Russian oligarchs with leather masks on. That's what I think anyway. No, they they just provided the gear. The people there were just like hoity-toity 
uh, American okay. people. Well, I guess we'll see. Sounds fun. When we, uh, when we, yeah, it seems right up your alley, perhaps. Let's jump. Eyes Wide uh, Shut is, is a hoot. It is, uh, can you, you know, Lily Sobieski's best work. I'll try anything once. <laughs> uh, well, great, great to know about you. Uh, let's jump to the 25% mark of <laughs> Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance. Book one of the Lovebird Cafe series, Kindle edition <laughs> by Dylan Crush. Here we are, jumping ahead now. Hopefully there's some uh, better content ahead of us, mainly from us, not the book. Uh, Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance, Lovebird Cafe book one. We got time to clean up our act, I think. (laughs) Buddy, we're 100 episodes in. This act ain't getting any cleaner. (laughs) This is chapter 11, told from Robbie's perspective. Oh, Robbie. Big Rob. There I was, pissing again. (laughs) What's this? I got out of the truck and crossed the yard to the front porch. Well, hi, Rob. Cassie and me are just getting reacquainted. Yeah, we found your puddle. (laughs) Hell, Robbie's been here. (laughs) Misty gave me a self-righteous look and tipped her mug up to her lips, taking a sip. I looked at my watch. It's only 8.30 on a Sunday morning. Don't y'all need to be at church or something? Don't be rude, Robbie. Cassie tossed a wadded up napkin at me. Misty brought over some sweet rolls. Go help yourself. I clomped down the stairs in my heavy work boots. Are you, you guys are clompers. I'm a definitely, I'm a, I'm a big clomper. Oh man, I got a light step. Yeah, me too. I have a, a little, um, a hop in it. I got a heavy step. I used to get complaints. <laughs> From who? Uh, my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> That was the deal breaker, man. The the clomps. What would she say? Stop stomping around. Yeah, and I, then I would be like, okay, and then I'd keep stomping. I have a little prance like a show dog. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Whenever we go out, we have to lead you around over obstacles and stuff, <laughs> up little ramps and, and things of that nature. Yeah, and you make me like step in place, mm-hmm. and then I take a bow. And you always, you're always inspecting my gums. Yeah. Well, they're nasty. <laughs> gotta keep them clean you know speaking of gums my fucking dentist keeps calling me they've been calling me like twice (laughs) twice a week now for the last four weeks and they won't just lay off because i'm not going back into manhattan and to have someone stick their fucking hand in my mouth during this shit i thought it was still emergencies only they look they've left me tons of messages there's an emergency we need more customers we need money (laughs) come in let me pull a couple teeth i'll put them back in I need the practice. <laughs> I'm losing my touch. I'm out of dolls. I'm out of dolls. Do dentists do dentists come with dolls like the way hairdressers do? Do you have like a little disembodied head that you just yank teeth out of? For sure, yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure, dude. So Ganesh, you're gonna how long are when would you feel safe going back to the dentist? I like I'm curious because I, I don't feel safe. Well, I don't at know all. what the right answer is, but I have prided myself my entire life on taking really good care of my teeth. I haven't had a cavity yet in my life. I don't want one. I think I, I do a pretty good job on my own. I don't necessarily know if I need a dentist to be like, oh, your shit looks good this time. I mean, from like a track record perspective, I could probably go another, I would say six months, eight months. That's how I feel, man. I haven't been to the dentist since Obama's first term. <laughs> your teeth look good. You have a brilliant set of teeth. That's what I've always said. You got a nice you. smile. That's for sure. Oh, Do you ever have braces? I sure did. Uh-huh. Mm, okay. So it's fake. Well, good work. Yeah. To that orthodontist, I gotta say. Well, all right. I mean, yeah, I can't. I, I got. I'm not a big dentist guy in the first place, so I'm definitely not eager to go do it now. But 
I don't know. Yeah. When do you, when do you, I guess after the vaccine is when I feel comfortable somebody putting their hand in my fucking mouth, <laughs> assuming there is a vaccine. And if not, well, I'm losing these teeth. Let's get some veneers, dude. They look better anyway. That's right. You're a soft food guy, except ice. I know you eat <laughs> I'm ice. I'm a soft food guy is a really funny thing to say. <laughs> it's, it's like, honestly, kind of insulting. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat soft foods like old big spoonfuls of mashed potatoes and yeah, you're a pudding and a apple. I'm a put on pudding guy. <laughs> I'm a tapioca guy. I'm not. I'm not for the hard stuff. I do chew ice. Kayla was telling me that Orson Welles would only eat beef tartare and tapioca pudding. Yeah, well, and he looked like he was in great health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Soft food guy, I can't get over that. That's such a. It's. I'm gonna think about that for my whole life now. Uh, I do. Chew, I'm sorry. I know it's fine. I do chew ice it's a lot, a which I do think is unappealing. When other people chew ice, I don't like it. But I eat all the ice in every drink I've ever had. What's what do you get from it? It's a, it's like a sense of completion. Oh, uh, okay. You don't. If I have a cup, just let it melt. Well, then it's water, and I guess I could drink it. But that takes too long. It's right in front of me. I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, it was drilled into me to finish food. <laughs> To like an unhealthy degree. It was also drilled into me that chewing ice is really bad for your teeth. Well, nobody told me that, man. Yeah, I was told that too, so I stayed away. Is it though? Why would it? Why would it? Be? I don't know. It's water. It's hard. I, so? I think it wears away your enamel. Water? In the form of know. ice. It's not. Okay, yeah. first of all. I certainly understand. I, I certainly understand that I'm in denial and I just want to justify my chewing of ice, but I, I just, I don't. I don't care if if that's what I, I'm going to go to my grave chewing ice and it'll be fine. I made it 32 years. <laughs> hey, you could chew on worse things. That's yeah. true. You could like cords. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> I chew cords. Well, look, a lot of people bite their nails. You're chewing ice. It's okay. I, I do that too, though. Oh, I don't touch these bad boys. Now you let them grow, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do keep them. I'm very actually, if they ever make a sound on something, it grosses me out. And so I have to keep them super short. Oh, I agree. I've I have a lot of foul quirks. I I guess, but one of the one that I don't have is like I cannot stand I long fingernails. It. Like I will not. Whenever I'd see like people with long fingernails, uh, in like school, I would be like, ugh, I'd like shudder. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Sorry to you guys out there with long fingernails, but you know that's like the tenth most problematic thing I've said today. So <laughs> give me credit. I'm getting better. The ice chewing elitist. The ice chewing has gone to my head. I got permanent brain freeze. Yeah, ice <laughs> chewing elitist. Yeah, that's my screen name. That's my uh, that's my Craigslist <laughs> handle. Uh, yeah, you know, ice tastes good. I don't know. It's water. Can't be bad for me. Not everybody. No, you never have enough water. Is what I say. Do you ever just leave it in your mouth and let it just do its thing? Yeah, melt. I've done that. I do that with Skittles. <laughs> that's a Skittle. Basically the same as ice. Yeah. Talk about foul quirks. I got a lot of weird Skittle problems. Let me hear it. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we save that for a different podcast? Uh, no. What I do is I eat Skittles <laughs> and I drink milk at the same time. That's I'm, like my favorite you, thing. You do what? I eat Skittles and drink milk at the same time. That is foul. It's like, like leaving, like, like not only, like not only, I'm not like eating them and then drinking milk. I'm like putting them in my mouth and then drinking milk with them in my mouth. Are you talking like the smoothie Skittles? Or you're just talking normal. Oh, I'm talking regular fuck? Skittles, my man. Ganesh, it's just like surf and turf. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they call the poor man's surf and turf. Skittles and milk. You don't even want, if, if I were to explain to you what I liked about it, it would gross you out even more. Well, now you have to tell us. Because it makes them hard. <laughs> What? <laughs> it makes the Skittles hard to chew. Like difficult to chew? And, 
that makes them harder. Whatever milk does to Skittles, it makes them like rock solid. So that's just milk, no other liquid. Just well, what that's well, I feel like that would be slightly weirder, despite how weird this already is. What else? What, what other liquid I'd be pouring in there? Well, I mean, I've had Skittles and vodka, and that's like a pretty decent combo. Well, that's has a purpose. This one doesn't. I just like the way it tastes. Oh. Listen, I got problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is your window still open? <laughs> yeah. They're, the villagers are finally here with pitchforks and torches after my Skittles snafu. Man, I swear the episodes are going to be better once the AC can come back on or the uh, the temperature drops. Because right now it is just a fire hose of bullshit. Or perhaps they were always like this. Yeah, that's also. Yeah, that's true. They kind of were. Yeah, honestly, this one's pretty good. <laughs> I'm happy with it. Where yeah. are we in the book? Uh, I'm still in the first at the end. First page Bye. at 25%. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, all right. Let's keep on trucking through the 25%. Austin, you're satisfied with everything you've said today? Uh, Well, no, but never am I. Am I satisfied? With I'm okay with what I just said about Skittles, if that's your question. All right. I stand by that. I'm not a sh- I won't run from that. Okay. Come see me. Step up if you got a problem with it. Hey, no issues here. I'll, I'll, I'll spit some rock hard Skittles at you. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Inside, I'm I'm perplexed. Damn. I hate when people say yuck your yum. <laughs> <laughs> My yum's been yucked by you saying that. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> so you're only sticking around for the summer? Misty asked. That's the plan. As soon as Robbie can help me get the place fixed up, I'll put it on the market. Hopefully it'll sell fast. Why are you in such a hurry? I could picture the look on Misty's face as she asked question after question. She could sweet talk the kernels of an often ear of corn. A uh, common expression. You're cracking up at that over there. Could you just full on laughing at that? I'm going to save that when I use it in my personal life. That does sound like something you'd say. While under arrest. She just battered long thick lashes and give her a sugary smile. Hell, she even managed to charm me out of information a time or two. Jake was pure putty in her hands. I've got a business opportunity back home. If I'm going to be able to make it, I need to put up the funds by the end of September, Cassie said. The porch swing creaked as it swung back and forth. And they're going hard on that thing. <laughs> about to flip this bitch. What kind of business are you getting into? A restaurant? I'm a chef. Mmm. Sure could use a new restaurant around here. Smooth, Misty. Real smooth. You probably saw... I'm famous for my desserts. Mainly Skittles with a dash of milk. Mmm. Delicious. The flavor profile is excellent. (laughs) Just try it. I don't have any milk. I'm not... I don't... I have oat milk. (laughs) I am Skittle rich and milk poor. (laughs) <laughs> well th- in this economy i've never tried it with oat milk could be good but i think it has something to do with the fats mm. does oat milk have i guess it has the oat milk it has does. fat in it okay yeah. yeah give it a shot it's a little heavier of the special milks you know i've heard that and i'm yet to try it almond milk doesn't do it for me i don't know why i wish i liked it but i can't get into it i'm over almond milk yeah you know why because it's horrible for the environment oh huge waste of water uh, is it really yeah Ugh. And it tastes like shit, too. It doesn't taste very good, yeah. Oat milk is great. Oat milk is pretty good. It's good. Does it taste like Does it taste like milk? No. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in a milk product. But None of them do, though. That's the thing. None of them taste like milk. So you just kind of have to accept that and then just figure out which one tastes the best. And I think oat milk does taste the best. I like it a lot. Are you anti-dairy milk? I just don't drink it. I haven't in just, like 10 years, 15 years. Is there like a reason or just it hasn't doesn't appeal to you? I don't know. When I was a kid, it kind of made my stomach 
feel funny. I'm definitely getting, I feel like I'm hitting, uh, when my dad got older, he started getting like lactose intolerant and I feel like it's happening to me. I get, I do get stomach aches when I have dairy, too much dairy, mm-hmm. but I can't resist with some Skittles. Try oat milk. I will say fair warning. If anyone out there is like now inspired to try oat milk, uh, some brands are way better than others. Some are total shit. What's your brand? No, nope, what's your nope, big brand? What's, your, what's the brand that you like? They give us a cent of money. Can't say it. Why? I'm going to bleep it out. Say it. They might. We could send them this clip and say, look at this viral advertising we're giving you. Say the name. I like that's what I use as well. Ooh, that's the big it one. It is the big one. That's, uh, yeah. But I'm going to bleep it out so no one will know what that what you said. Good. Oh, really? Sorry. <laughs> the corporation. They're probably like a subsidiary of like Coca-Cola or some dumb shit. So whatever. Yeah, seriously. Fuck them. You probably saw the diner on Maine went out of business. I took a sip of coffee. I could stand here at the kitchen sink all day. Wonder what else you'd get Cassie to talk about. Between Misty and Junior, Cassie might not stand a chance. Yeah, I saw that. It's too bad. My grandparents used to take me there every Saturday morning. Those blueberry pancakes were to die for. Misty laughed a high-pitched peal. <laughs> Bet your initials are still carved into that booth. That's pretty good. That's a good peel. You pulled off a really nice high-pitched peel of a middle-aged woman. I've been practicing. Mm. I'd forgotten about that, Cassie said. Those were some good times. Cassie was right. Those were some good times. The first time I set eyes on her was at that diner, the Lovebird Cafe. I heard of that in the title. That's the guts of the big one. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> she came in for breakfast with her grandparents, and my dad had chosen that day to treat us to a rare meal out. You get your one meal of the month. <laughs> Thanks, Father. Papa, thank you. Will it be out? Yes. I want one berry. <laughs> you will share your berry with me. Papa's berry. Ah, man. Mike's had a little color. A little background. <laughs> I heard. When we got right. older... The, the, gang, the gang used to stop in at the diner. just got to the point where he just acknowledges that we are talking and is waiting for it to end. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> He'd be a good politician. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. You're like that politician from Parks and Rec who just stares at the wall and is like, it's a hot one today. Well, it is. It is. Tell me about it. I'm sweating bullets over here. I'm going to have to throw this t-shirt out. Pop your top off, dude. Is that That's a lovely t-shirt, too, I got to say. It's nice. What's that design? Blue? This has, this design is called... Uh, <laughs> this design is called First Day of Fourth Grade. <laughs> uh, so for the listeners, it's blue with a blue stripe. Did you get that old navy? It is, it's a classic little boy's shirt. <laughs> navy with a big blue stripe right down the middle for no reason. I picked it because it's a shirt that I don't mind ruining with sweat. <laughs> Just a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> What's a shirt I could wear if I'm going to sit in the heat for four hours? Is that an Oshkosh Bagash? Yeah, it's vintage. <laughs> this is a kid's R.S. Those could handle sweat, I tell you. I had an Oshkosh Bagash shirt. Mm-hmm. You really put that through its paces, I bet. I put buckets into that thing. <laughs> I put my blood, sweat, and tears into that Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> How dare you give that to Goodwill, mommy? I know. This is like in my 20s. Oh, dear. What? They still they make yeah. adult Oshkosh Bagash. I feel like I'm having deja vu. Have we talked about this? I think we have. But yeah, they did. They made like um, factory workers clothes in the we, 80s. We have talked about this. And that's what it was. Wow. That's how you know you've done too many episodes when you circle back to the Oshkosh Bagash origin <laughs> story. <laughs> well, 
Do you still have them, Shane? Uh, I probably have it somewhere. You still a bagosh guy? I think I'm a little. I got too big for it. I've gained some. I'm wearing some extra pounds. <laughs> you wore Oshkosh bagosh in your <laughs> mid twenties, and then you got a little too well, big. Well, I'm not. I'm no longer six foot whatever and 150 pounds. I've gained. I'm carrying. Now I'm five foot four and I'm two sixty. <laughs> I just got squashed. <laughs> It lopped me off at the knees. Yeah. Well, that's fair. It happens. It's a very exclusive brand, Oshkosh Bagosh, only for the, the slimmest and the fittest of people. I got to the point that I don't even know what brand of clothes I'm wearing. It's just cloth. It looks like Old Navy. It does. It probably is. There's If it's in my closet, there's a 95% chance I bought it at Old Navy with my Old Navy credit card. <laughs> Which I was tricked into. Oh, of course. That's what they all say. I think someone should nominate you for Queer Eye, dude. Listen, you've been wearing the same fucking Old Navy shit your entire life. You would drive those guys crazy. What's wrong? For one thing, I only really wear Old Navy shit for like work. What's wrong with Old Navy? Just saying, you you can wear something else. You're allowed to wear other things. Yeah, fucking Queer Eye is going to come and make me have like a French tuck. Look like a dipshit for a day. They're just going to take you to Gap instead. All right, we looked at your style and we thought, why not step it up? We're taking you to Banana Republic. You should go to Banana Republic. Keep it in the family. I've been. You don't think I go to Gap yeah. and Banana Republic? Okay. The credit card works at all the family stores, my friend. I go to all of them. So why are you wearing Old Navy still? It's <laughs> very well maybe from the Gap. What's the like parent company? Is it Gap? The, do they own all? Gap is the parent company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's easy. There's an Old Navy right across the street from my office when I go to an office. <laughs> Whenever that happens, theoretically, in my life. And for the last four months, I've just been living off the clothes I have. So nothing new in the rotation. I did a spring refresh, uh, and much to my chagrin, uh, could wear it anywhere. Yeah, ain't wearing it around the house like a fool. <laughs> uh, I will say, this goes against what I everybody's, in, all of your impression of me, that I only wear Old Navy. A good place to buy t-shirts is Etsy. There's a lot of, int- they have a lot of good, uh, like, custom art designs and shit. If you're looking for, like, a graphic tee that's not, like overly stupid looking does any so i've been watching a lot of jersey shore lately good for you speaking of graphic tees who sells those tees only shore shops i would love to know the supplier for boardwalk stores because they all have the same supply but yet you can't find it anywhere but the boardwalk who is the the magnate behind the atlantic city boardwalk shirts the creative director of the Jersey Shore fashion line. It's got to be like a board of 12-year-olds. This is an, <laughs> it's a really huge corporation with a board of 14-year-old boys who would just are vaping. Why don't we put Fortnite on there uh, with a, we- a giant weed leaf and then... Well, now it's a ho- whole different story. It's like way too dialed into like pop culture. I was going to say, I, this sounds like a lame thing to complain about, but beach shirts have changed in the sense they all they are all about like video games and like like I'm I'm playing like Fortnite and XXX Temptation. It's like Jesus, this is for one specific person. But good for them. Whoever's doing it does have their finger on the fucking pulse of America cuz those shirts are timely. I swear to god. I went to Atlantic City and there was shirts of like current events that happened like 2 weeks before. Well, a lot of them have like you know, screen printing set up there, but they all have the same design. That's, oh, that's the weirdest true. part. There must be like, there has to be a t-shirt equivalent of like the boar's head menu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where like every deli has a boar's head menu, but if you asked for like one of those sandwiches, those guys would be like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh no, my phone's shutting down. There goes my video. Bye. Bye-bye. See you around. Damn, this video is so powerful. My shit was charged. 
charging and still died. Okay, what's happening? Are you still reading this page? Time is standing still. Yeah. The gang used to stop in at the diner on our way back from an afternoon at the lake. We'd empty our pockets and pool our money together to order an extra large basket of fries. One afternoon, I pulled out my Swiss army knife and I carved out initials inside a heart, CB and RJ. I thought that that little heart would wrap around us, guaranteeing we'd stay together for life. Things were so much easier then. That, and I was an idiot. 17 is way too young to count on any guarantees. No comment. Mm. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Interesting. So why did it close? Cassie asked. Well, Duke had a heart attack. His wife, Patsy, remember her? Cassie must have nodded or something because Misty paused then continued. Well, she couldn't keep it going on her own. None of their kids wanted to come back and help out, so, well, she closed it up about a year ago. That's a shame. You know, they met and they fell in love there. Used to be the Early Bird Diner, but when they took over, they changed the name to the Love Bird Cafe. There's something about that place. There's a gas leak. Well, what do you mean? Cassie asked. There's a deadly gas leak and there's no local government to take care of it. (laughs) People who meet there fall in love. Cassie laughed. (laughs) So you're saying it's magic? Some say so. My friend Jenny waitress there, and she ended up marrying the UPS guy who made deliveries. Some say it's magic. I say it's science. (laughs) It is the science of carbon monoxide poisoning. (laughs) My uncle was a cook there and met my aunt when she came in with some of her friends. There's something to it. Damn, you gotta go out of your way to meet a customer when you're the cook. (laughs) Who's that? Who's out there? She looks good. I'm coming out. Somebody get behind the grill. Did you make this French dip? (laughs) No, it was frozen. (laughs) I nuked it. We got six microwaves back there. The porch swing creaked and Missy continued. They were always busy. Someone could really make a go of it if they opened it back up again. Someone stood. Footsteps sounded on the porch right before the screen door creaked open. (laughs) Someone stood. I'll do it. I'll open it back up. Robbie, you get lost in there? Cassie asked. Nah, just got another sweet roll. Misty's rolls were good, but they didn't come close to Mrs. Macon's. Oh, now that's some gossip. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, child. <laughs> Maybe Cassie knew her grandma's old recipe. Should have bargained for a breakfast or two last night when they were, when we were renegotiating. Uh, let's stop there. <laughs> hey, God. Need a breather, dude. This is fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sweaty, dude. Can you hear Louie? Yeah, very mm-hmm. cute cat. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's loving it. Nothing better than turning off the AC and I start to yell and smell bad. <laughs> oh, daddy's talking about Skittles again. <laughs> daddy's back on the horn talking about Skittles and murderers. Okay. Well, that's... Uh... <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Um, <laughs> What do we think about this book? Uh, it feels a little... Uh, you know... It's a little too... It's a little too... Not enough's happening for me. I need some drama, dude. Like, we haven't even reopened the Lovebird Cafe yet. It's in the damn title. Well, we're getting there. We're working our way up to it. I want to hear the menu. I want to try that French dip. I hope they don't cop out on the French dip. You know what I mean? If they cop out on the French dip, I'm taking stars off my review. If you cop out on the French dip, I'm not even going to try the Cordon Bleu. You know? (laughs) You're asking for trouble. (laughs) Why bother there, you know? I'm not wasting my time. That's for damn sure. At the Lovebird Cafe table for one <laughs> all right it was uh oof, let's jump into the 50 percent mark of uh oh here's sooner or later i'll think of it sweet tea and second chances a small town second chance romance 
book one in the Lovebird Cafe series. This is the 50% mark. Oh, boy, I really should probably take note of the name of this book. Sweet, Sweet tea, tea and Second and Chances. Second Chance. A small... Come on, Shane, keep going. A small a town... A small town... Second, second chance, chance... Love... Romance. Romance. Book one in the... Love Birds Love Cafe... Bird Cafe series. Book series. Book series. Kindle edition. Soon to be feature mm. series... Soon to be a feature film by Darren Aronofsky. Soon to be a 12-part <laughs> miniseries on the new Peacock Network. Aha. <laughs> soon to be a 65-part miniseries on Quibi. Uh, we should get on Quibi. The ship's going down. We can hop on. Yeah, we can just... You want to hop onto a sinking ship? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm a, I'm a rat, dude. It's better than being in the bottom of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like Billy Joel says, only the good die young. Quibi. That's right. And that's why I'm sitting here eating a shit ton of meat and not moving. <laughs> Anyhow, let's read the 50% mark, Anish. All right. This is from, um, uh, 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 what's her name? Um, Cassie? Casey? Cassie. Cassie. This is from Cassie. Cassie. You goons. Cassie? This is from Cassie's perspective. Cassie. Mm-hmm. K-A-C. Cassie. I got it. Cack. No, that's Kathy. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come uh, on. Nice. Good time to rip a huge vape cloud right from here. In the middle of a podcast? Bro, yeah, go back for seconds. That's what the pros do. (laughs) Oh, fuck it. All right. This is the 50% mark of Sweet Tea and Second Chances. The boat puttered across the lake back to the dock, back to Robbie and Caroline. Had she won him over playing the poor pitiful me card? I didn't care. My head... (laughs) There it is. Comes back to bite you. Wow. Good thing we're... At our own homes. Yeah. Keep your spittle to yourself. I had fuzzed with the amount of alcohol I consumed. Robbie and Caroline belonged together. If that was the kind of woman who appealed to him, there was no chance of anything being rekindled between us. As Scooter hopped off the boat and tied up. Oh, hello. Scooter's here. All right. What would Scooter's (laughs) intro music be? Oh, man. It would definitely be like a... Take Mm. care of business. (laughs) (laughs) That was better than what I was going to say, yeah. Take care of business would be good. But an instrumental. Like in member in the Home Depot commercial. <laughs> yeah. I staggered to my feet. Thank you. Damn margaritas. <laughs> a tequila burp escaped my lips. Oh, never mind. Scooter's interest song would be Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, he's got Buffett energy with that name. And Misty turned to face me, a giant smile on her face. Are you wasted? I waved my hands in front of my face. Nah. Sounds wasted to me. Nah. No, no, I, th- I think, uh-uh, no, I think, mm, I'm not wasted. Nuh-uh. I think that last one just went to my head. <laughs> the last six went to my head. So yeah, not wasted at all. My hand closed around the railing of the boat. I lifted a foot to climb over and step down to the dock. <laughs> no safer place to be when you're wasted than around the railings of a boat. <laughs> Historically, a great place. <laughs> it's to the be. thrill, Austin. Hey, let me help you off there. 
Ryan held onto my arm, and I stumbled over the edge of the boat into his arms. <laughs> he pulled me up against him, scooped my feet out from under me, and then carried me up to the grass. Ooh. Living up to his namesake. Scooper. <laughs> oh, I thought he said scoop. <laughs> the name's Scooper. <laughs> what of it? Hey, what the hell's going on? Scooter was my daddy. I'm Scooper. <laughs> <laughs> Where my dad scooted? I scoop. I, I see. He zigs and I zag. Hey, what the hell's going on? I've got them scooping hands. <laughs> oh, they call me Scooper on account of my big scoopers. Because <laughs> I can cup and dig. When I was a boy, I scooped a lot of gravel with these hands. As you can see. I'm scarred. Anyway, that's me. I'm Scooper. <laughs> just a little bit about me, okay? I don't want to talk too much about myself, but that's just me. I'm Scooper and that's just my <laughs> that's my background, all right? I like to be honest. I don't mean to be vain. What the hell's going on? I am Scooper. I am Scooper and I love golden retrievers and i'm allergic to pollen my hands have been worn to the bone on account of that gravel i scoop it he's <laughs> upset all right we'll stop it all right scooper's retired for now what the hell's going on robbie met us on the lawn hey i'm just helping Cass off the boat ryan set me down next to robbie hey robbie how's the patient i attempted to stand up but my foot slipped in my flip-flop and twisted propelling me into robbie's side ouch compound fracture <laughs> Lost foot. Passed out from pain pills. His arms curled around me and set me upright. You okay, Kath? Mmm. So she's been drinking and they're just like, take these pain pills too, girl. Yeah, fuck it. This is, uh, was this, the story of Natalie Wood? <laughs> oh, we've gone into that on this show. Have we? Feels like we've touched on too many topics here. <laughs> A lot of repeats. That's why I'm bringing up weird shit. My fingers pressed against the firm muscles under his shirt. Life wasn't fair. He hadn't had pecs made out of granite when I'd had all the time in the world to run my hands over him. I licked my lips. Ugh, everybody in this book's licking their damn lips. Jesus, Kath, are you drunk? Obviously. Robbie stepped back and I stumbled towards him. Ryan grabbed my arm before I toppled over. Hey, come here, Cassie. I'll make sure you get to bed, okay? The hell you <laughs> will. Robbie stepped between me and Ryan taking my arm and flinging it over his shoulder. Let's get you up to the house. Let's throw you off this boat. <laughs> you ever heard about Natalie Wood? <laughs> hey, Karumba. Okay, not good. Not good. See, Austin, we can all do bad. That's right. Thank you. I can do bad all by myself, as a famous man once said. <laughs> it does kind of suck that Christopher Walken did murder somebody. <laughs> he didn't murder anybody. Nah, he was just an accessory to he it. He was just a little... No biggie. He was a little complicit, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, he might not have seen it. Who, you know, sometimes you come back from the sea without one of the people you left with. <laughs> that happens. The sea is very mysterious. It really is. I'd know. I went deep sea fishing not a week ago. You did? It's a cruel mistress, the ocean. How'd you do? Let's hear about it. Yeah? You catch anything? Oh, yeah. I caught a lot of tilefish, a couple of sea bass. Mm. Any boots? No boots in the water. I honestly, if I had <laughs> caught like a, a Tim, that'd have been cool because then you just go find another one. Then you got a new pair of Tims. So. I caught a Tim. <laughs> I caught a fresh Tim, a freshwater Tim. I'm out here looking for his brother now. Well, that sounds like fun. Good for you. Having fun down there in the. Were you wearing a mask during this event? Oh, uh, no. Did you cross the Mason Dixon and whip that mask off and twirl it around your head like a, like a freedom flag? Listen, I wore that mask just about everywhere I, I went. I took the mask off to play some golf, and I took my mask off to go deep sea fishing, and I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. He didn't want to look like a Yankee Doodle Dandy down there wearing his mask around. Not in front of the fine crew of Fish and Frenzy from Nat Geo's Wicked Tuna Outer Banks. Wow. Are they paying us? We're not allowed to talk about Shane's favorite oat milk, but... Yeah. Can you bleep all that out? Because I don't want them to get us a nickel. I'm not endorsing them. I was on their boat. Okay. I know you're friends, but I'm sorry. I was on their boat. You ever see that show? Listen, if they're a real person who's on a Discovery Channel reality show, there is a non-zero chance they're going to be declared a racist within five years. <laughs> when you're famous on a reality show, it's the clock is ticking until you are exposed. Uh, they were nice. They were really nice people. I bet. Were they wearing masks? Let me find my place. Yeah, I thought so. I'm wearing a mask right now. I don't want to get you guys sick. It's fine. Your comments are making us sick. <laughs> I don't want to get you physically sick, but I do want to get in your head. Make you upset. I'm fine. Listen, I've been, I've been a sweet little angel ever since that first part. You guys have been. I haven't said a fucking word. Popping off since then. I'm sweating. And so you know what happens when I sweat. I get ornery. Okay. Mm, that's true. Yeah. We do call him ornery Shane. I apologize if my ornosity is coming out. I'm fine. I don't need your help. The words slid out of my mouth, tumbling together. Oh, yeah. Well, you can barely stand up straight. He pushed the glass door open and we staggered down the hall. I'm not wasted. Just had to get my mind off things. <laughs> okay. This is good acting. I've been there. I've heard that before. Ganesh has some experience saying that. <laughs> I'm not wasted. I haven't had a drink. What kind of thing? We reached the bedroom. Robbie flicked on the light and made a move toward the bed while trying to untangle me from his arms. You and me and bathtubs and churches. I was tired of fighting it, tired of constantly beating down the attraction. We fell on the bed, his weight pressing in me into the mattress. I spoke into the softness of his t-shirt clad abs. Pressing into the mattress sounds like they got themselves a Casper. <laughs> That's nice foam. So, okay, so she's wasted. Uh-huh. He knows it. Oh, yeah. She's on pain pills. It's bad. And news. he's like, he's going for this. They're going to have sex. This guy is fucked up. This is a fucked up time. In our lives, this hour specifically. It's so hard, Robbie. He rolled off to the side. What is, sweetheart? I snuggled in beside him. Damn, if we didn't fit like two halves finally coming together again to form a whole. Why couldn't you stay in my past? A gazillion butterflies beat soft gossamer wings against my ear as Robbie whispered, I don't want to stay in the past. I'm, I'm your future. He's from the future? Is this time travel? <laughs> I'm from the year 4002. <laughs> My world has been drained of resources, and I have come for yours. Oh, I love that about you, Robbie. <laughs> You've been saying that since we are kids, Robbie. I've got to get back <laughs> to 4002. I need to find uranium to get back to my time, and you will help me find it. It won't work. <laughs> okay, Robbie, whatever you say. Whatever you say, Robbie. But can't we just snuggle, too? It won't work. <laughs> my future's in Dallas, and yours... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can that, that be on the name of book. Can that be on our... Our graves. <laughs> My future's in Dallas on a grave. His future was in Dallas. <laughs> My future's in Dallas. That is, those are famous last words, Jesus. And yours, yours is with Glamzilla. He pulled back, gazing into my eyes. I broke up with Caroline over a week ago. I was just trying to be a nice guy and not embarrass her in front of everybody. Over a week? Well, that's more than enough time. Everybody's moved on. His weight pressed into me, anchoring me. Broke up with Caroline? What do you mean? I can't lead her on when my heart belongs to someone else. 
He ran his hand down my cheek. It's not over for me. Whatever we had between us, I don't want to let it go. I know you're involved with Parker, but he doesn't deserve you. He doesn't know you like I do. Who's Parker? This sound, I feel bad for him. So what if I... Well, he parks the cars <laughs> after Scooper That's what he does. moves the gravel. He's the valet <laughs> at the Lovebird Cafe. Nobody knows his real name. We just call him Parker. So what if I'd killed any idea of a romantic future with Parker? We still had a plan. And helping me finally realize my dream of becoming a restaurant owner was something he could give me. You don't know me at all. I broke it off with Parker, but I still need to go back. He and I have the same goal. Wait, didn't she want to be with this guy like two seconds ago? What's the, what's the, why the change? Who do you talk about? She seemed into this guy. Yeah. A minute ago. Now she's like, no, oh. never mind. Parker's right for me. Am I misunderstanding? I think he like lives somewhere else. Oh, it's just and he's a, come back to her town. I see. So she feels like a little bit like I'm not going to just uproot my life for you because you're rock hard abs and you're piss. Right. Even just because you got a hard fucking body we used to slam back in the day. Yeah. Don't mean we got to get back in it right now because I'm my future's in Dallas. Doesn't mean I don't like Parker's dad bod. Parker's a uh, P wasn't up to snuff. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence had a lot of really enthusiasm at the beginning. And I'd argue even at the end. <laughs> the end was shocking, but yeah, strong. Thanks. Wait, you and Parker aren't together. Robbie studied me, his green gaze pulling at me. No, but it doesn't matter. We're still doing the restaurant together. Our needs align. That's a good reason for a relationship. Roggy, Robbie snuggled closer. <laughs> Roggy. Shut up. <laughs> Roggy and Scooper hanging out down by the creek, tossing shut rocks up. at the fish. <laughs> Kanisha's little shut up was years in the making. No, the years, I feel that happens every episode. I'm scolded often. <laughs> Just gotta let it out. I gotta let my frustrations out. That's fine. I get, I get it. Clearly didn't make much of a difference to me because I did not shut up. Robbie <laughs> snuggled closer, tossing a leg over mine. His hand rested on the sliver of skin between my shirt and shorts. I think our needs a lot are aligning pretty well tonight. Oy, 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 oy. Can I get a yowzer again? <laughs> <laughs> Although I wanted to fight it, my body responded to his just like it always had. I'm not talking about the need you have got aligned with my thigh. I'm talking about plans for the future. Parker and I share a dream. Oh, I got big plans for the future. You know what I'm saying, baby? Dallas, baby. Oh, you want to see Dallas? I'll show you the cowboy. He's got a vision, but Parker's touch had never sent chills racing up and down my side. The firm, physical evidence of his desire pressing against my leg had never thrilled me to my core. <laughs> Parker was sweet and all, but he didn't have this huge <laughs> dick that's right on me. What are you afraid of, Cathafrath? You, you were too chicken to kiss me back when I dared you. I'm not too chicken. There's nothing between us, Robbie. There can't be. We're not the same people we used to be. As much as I wanted it to be true, he could tell I didn't mean it. He'd always been able to read me, to know me better than I knew myself. He's an empath. What can I say? Well, then you won't care if I do this. He, he murmured, <laughs> pressing his lips against the firm set of my jaw. <laughs> One big smooch. A million wow. tiny prickles danced across my skin, and I grabbed a fistful of the comforter. Nope, don't care at all. Are you done? Just warming up. <laughs> 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 
He leaned over me, his gaze meeting mine. I could see the need in his eyes. A flicker of insecurity flashed across his gorgeous stubble cheeks, and then his eyes drifted shut. His face came closer, his lips searching, seeking. Oh, I should move. I should get out of the way before it's too late. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. Oh, uh uh-uh. Uh-uh. My limbs didn't respond. Paralyzed. Uh Uh-uh. I braced myself for contact. Our lips touched. They touched. (laughs) Tentatively, his mouth pressed against mine. My arms took on a life of their own. Wrap around. (laughs) Flailing up around the air. My arms took on a life of their own, wrapping around his neck and pulling him into me. What was I doing? We don't know. A wave of protest surged in my chest, but then Robbie's tongue slipped into my mouth, crashing through the flimsy wall of resistance I'd propped up. My fingers tapped. My teeth. (laughs) (laughs) He smashed right through my teeth. (laughs) Yeah, you thought my pecs were juiced. How about my liquor? My fingers. I'm sorry. (laughs) My My fingers tangled in his hair. And I rolled toward him. His hand slid under my shirt, leaving a trail of fire. Boobies, <laughs> he said. He whispered into her ear. He leaned in gently and whispered, I feel some boobies. Robbie, please. All that mattered was this moment. God damn it. Everything else just faded into the background. <laughs> the only thing I could focus on was uh, the here and now, like the feel of Robbie's thigh. Pressing into the space between my legs. This is a, yeah. All right. You know what? Who, uh, Taylor, this is what she wanted, right? She wanted us to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She wanted you to make me and Shane feel well, trapped. She should put on her upset. Air Force costume and go onto an aircraft carrier and unfurl the mission accomplished. Because <laughs> it's called the old, the old George Bush move. We're not even to anything yet. They have barely, you know, they're just not, they're just doesn't. All right. Let's hear it. Gross me out. Fuck it. Let's hear it. We could stop if you want, if you're uncomfortable. Listen, I'm not uncomfortable. Hmm. Maybe the tables have turned here a little bit. Maybe we're ready for this shit. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I want to hear you read that smut. An ache pulsed deep within me. With every Uh flick of his tongue, it grew. I needed to feel him next to me, skin to skin. Okay, this is getting bad. My hands pushed in his t-shirt. Skating over his washboard abs. That's pretty hot, actually. You like that? Yeah. Better than the alternative. That's old school Hollywood hot. And by old school, I mean probably like mid 90s, mid 80s. That's a mid 90s washboard ab. You don't see actors in the 50s and 60s with those. With washboard abs. Those abs. You're right about that. And honestly, I do kind of agree with you that washboard abs have taken a, a downturn. In recent years, I do think 1996 was the peak are of washboard abs. Are you kidding apps. me? That's what I think. You think have washboard you seen, abs are still going? Uh, think have again, you seen my friend. Channing still Tatum. I mean, he's one man. That's, 90s yeah. were a wash with washboard abs. It's true. And also, that was like 12 years ago, Ganesh. That's like 2008 shit. Okay. Have you I'm seen telling Zac you, Efron on his new show or yeah, he's whatever? He's got dad bod, dude. Huh? He's got dad bod. Zach Efron? Well, I mean, admittedly, it's a much better dad bod, but he's not ripped the way he used to be. He's still super ripped. He's still pretty ripped, dude. He's very strong looking for sure, but he looks like uh, a little more barrel chested than usual. I've been looking really close at Zach Efron's body, and these are my observations. Hey, we've got nothing else going on. Anyway, all I'm saying is 1996, you couldn't toss a nickel without it bouncing off somebody's washboard abs down at the mall. 
nowadays. Uh-uh, it's all sweaters. Well, because those were real abs. Then you got, in the mid-2000s, you got Hugh Jackman just steroiding up his abs. That's when the game went downhill. That's true. You got roid abs. Yeah, Hugh Jackman fucked it all up for everybody. I'd have washboard abs right now if it weren't for that son of a bitch. Because once you see that, you're like, game over. Who cares anymore? He jerked the shirt over his head and it drifted to the floor. Are we done with this page? I yanked my arms through the armholes of my t-shirt. It settled around my neck like a bunched up infinity scarf. Let's stop there. Hot. What a reference. Okay, that's fine. You sure? You don't see anything tantalizing you want to torture us we're with? We're running long. Just uh, just for Taylor? So we can stop there. Oh, we're running long, are we? I'll tell you he's running long. Oh, someone's put their producer hat on, huh? Someone's a little scared to get into the dirty. I know good content when I hear it, and this ain't it. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Took you, took you long enough. That's not That's uh, All right. On that note, let's true. continue on, the podcast. Jump into the 75% mark of... Sweet tea and second chances and whatever. Come on. Let's read the seventy five percent mark of a sweet. Son of a gun. All right. This is from. And Second Chance. It's a small town Second Chance romance. Lovebird Cafe book. This one. is from Robbie's perspective. Oh, boy. Damn it. I slammed on the brakes. <laughs> dust flying out behind the truck as it fishtailed on the gravel road. Was that Scooper? Scooper, get out of the road. I know you love that gravel. Oh, what the hell is that? Something small and furry shot across the road in front of my tire and now laid still in the dead center of the road. Get on, Scooper. I grabbed a baseball bat <laughs> from behind my seat and cautiously climbed out of the truck. You don't need to get out of your truck and kill a little animal. What was that? I have to kill it. If it was some rabid squirrel, I wanted to be able to defend myself. Why don't you just keep driving in your car? Who is this man? <laughs> yeah, a tiny ball of orange and yellow fur trembled at my feet and stomped closer as my feet stomped closer. Big blue eyes gazed up at me and the kitten squawked. Course, it's a Bigfoot. It's goddamn Pikachu. <laughs> a course cross between a meow and a howl. Well, hi there, little guy. I held my hand out toward its nose. The kitten regarded it carefully, then nudged up against it, smoothing the fur back from its cheek and pushing into my palm. Scooping it up, I held it close to my chest. Tiny purrs. Um, excuse me? <laughs> nah, this guy doesn't scoop. You know who scoops? I held it close to my chest. It's Scooper. What if you had a theme song? It's Scooper with the news. Hey, hey, who's that? It's Scooper. He's a meteorologist. Meteorologist by day and Scooper by night. Scooper. I got the scoop on the weather and I get my hands dirty at night. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new Dexter. I think we pitch this to Showtime and see what happens. So... Are you a Sorry, hit? it's really hot, all right? All right. Hey, listen. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm going to listen to this in two weeks. I'm going to think, what the fuck was Scooper? So, are you a he or a she? I flipped the cat over to check. Yikes. Go figure. I gotta warn you, I'm kind of out of luck with the ladies. She rubbed against my shirt, uh, oblivious to how I would probably fail her. My eyes scanned the tall grass lying in the dirt road. Right with your mama. 
She was probably only seven or eight weeks old. Mama Cat couldn't be too far away. I, I tried setting her down on the side of the road, but her sharp little claws caught on my shirt. Every time I get one untangled, she'd latch on with another. She squawked again, a pitiful sound coming from something so small. Oh, hell, all right, we'll get you something to eat, then I'll worry about trying to figure out where you belong. I cradled her against me and climbed back into the truck. I wasn't ready to face my dad. <laughs> Who is? A few days away had been a welcome break from the stagnant trappings of my childhood home. I pulled into the drive, taking my hitchhiker into the house with me. The abandoned recliner sat empty and a heavy silence cloaked the place. Hey, dad, you home? Tires crunched on a pea gravel out front and I looked out the window. Dewey's bright blue half-ton truck idled behind mine. If you name your kid Dewey, just go all the way and name your kid Wet. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't get see Dewey's a nickname. It's short for Ducifer. As I reached the front door, the passenger door flew open and my dad's Warren Roper searched for the running board. Dewey bustled his bulk around the back bumper and held onto Dad's elbow <laughs> as he lowered himself from the truck. I gotta hand it to Dylan. Dewey bustled his bulk is just a A plus <laughs> series of words. Where y'all been? Out for a drive, Pops? Well, none of your damn business. <laughs> okay, sorry, Dad. The smell of Jack and cigarettes wafted off him as he passed by me and into the house. I was just doing some drunk driving. <laughs> you got a problem with that? You smell like the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lord knows I ain't no damn Yankee. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Hey, what you got there? Ain't no damn cat coming into my house. Hey, Rob. Beads of sweat dotted Dewey's round face. He walked Dad over to his chair and waited while he settled in. Uh, so he he lives up to the name. He's a bit Dewey. Sweaty. Come on. He's wet. He's a wet guy. Wet as hell. Man's moist. Can I talk to you for a sec, Dewey? I asked. Sure thing. He followed me out to the porch. Red splotch, maybe barbecue sauce, maybe ketchup. Sat square in the center of his gut. Maybe blood. Or maybe Tabasco. Dewey's just got a bullet wound <laughs> in his abdomen that he didn't notice yet. Dad hasn't left this place for months. When did, where did y'all go? Where did y'all get off to? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Just got a glimpse of Ganesha's future. Oh. That's a Dallas Ganesh. Dewey leaned over and spit a long stream of tobacco juice into the dirt. It's not right. Him being cooped up here all the damn time. Man's got to get out every once in a while. Well, he's not doing so well. Doc says maybe a few months left. Hell, getting him out of the house would be good for him. Just no drinking and no smoking, okay? And no womanizing. And no Catholics. He's my friend, Rob. I hate seeing him like this. Just trying to give him a little bit of fun before, well, well before he can't have no fun no more. <laughs> You're doing great. I'm sorry. You're just yeah. doing so well that I have to laugh. We do clown on Ganesh a little bit, man. He's, he really does put in the work. Much appreciated. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy you. Thank you. Thank we you. love you, Ganesh. I love you guys, too. Psych. Bitch. <laughs> now you look like a fool. <laughs> that shirt, even your burns are fourth yeah. grade. Boom. <laughs> the shirt looks like I should have like a high C stain around my lips. <laughs> Damn, I'm getting clowned on for my shirt on a podcast. <laughs> Where nobody can nobody had to know. Nobody had to know that I was dressed like a child. I'm sorry. It's just you in a blue shirt. I think one time we, we got together, this is like four years ago <laughs> at some place in Brooklyn, and I was just wearing a blue shirt and you were like, what, what the fuck kind of shirt is that? Blue? 
Well, did it have a sensible stripe down the middle like mine? No, it was plain blue and had a pocket. I clowned on your blue shirt. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this shirt does look like I should be. Uh, this shirt looks like I should be going. I'm in the process <laughs> of going down a slide at a playground. <laughs> That's a shirt, like yeah, fit for a ball pit. <laughs> a ball pit shirt. This is the shirt of a kid who's throwing up outside of a McDonald's play place. <laughs> That's the shirt of a kid who's praying his gushers for a fruit by the foot. Yeah, and then trading that for a ham sandwich. Well, yeah, it doesn't look good on me, but. <laughs> what can you say dad might have always been hard on me but dude. i still interpret this as being home and it turns out no i am ripe for a mockery <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no i deserve it i made fun of your shirt years ago and that was a much better shirt <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> i'm not going to name names but remember we had that friend that would just wear nondescript blank baseball caps <laughs> the fuck kind of fashion statement even now i'm like who does that i wear a plain black hat i don't like it all right. Have something up there. Anything. Yeah, what do you stand for? <laughs> I need to I need I need to know something about you immediately. Nothing. I got nothing. I stand for the night sky. Nothing. I stand for the night sky. <laughs> what a weird place for your mind to go in that moment. Do you have a hat that displays that somehow? Just a plain black hat. Oh, oh that. Oh, you mean all well, the nights I'm thinking starry. But you're you're thinking a cloud a clouded night. <laughs> pitch black shane likes the inside of a room with all the lights off i do i'm not one to say no to that i like the inside of my eyelids i'm not flashy i love it i like i do like being asleep honestly if i could get a hat that said that we should make hats that say sleep hat that says I like sleep is asleep. pretty good no scrap that sleep rules sleep rules is good here's a topic we've never talked about our opinions on hats with text on them i say Nothing worse on earth than a parody. Make America Great Again hat, right? I hate it. Why would you wear a hat that looks like from far away that you are actually wearing the hat? I know, seriously. Who would wear a swastika that's like a parody swastika? Every time I see a red hat, my eyebrows raise and I'm like, what's going on? Me too. Even if it's like, I saw some, like a bunch of dudes in Williamsburg the other day wearing red hats with like red Yankees hats. But from afar, I was like, what is going on with four dudes wearing red hats? Come on. I will say, I guess this sounds crazy. Like we're in the, I, this, I will admit this sounds very East coast elite, but like, I have probably only seen like four make America great again hats in New York. Ever. We saw the first one together. Ever. Remember we did. I, that was a, a, a Alex Rodriguez's last baseball game at a Yankees game. The guy in front of us was just wearing a hat and then in middle, like around the fifth inning turns the hat backwards. And we both look at each other and go, Oh <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Like a, we, we were, <laughs> We were distraught. Yeah, we were a couple of, uh, we, we were certainly triggered. This was like before the election, I think. It was like, whoa, there's one in for real. But like, I, I, yeah. I, 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 you don't really see them very often in New York. No. But anyway, I will say every red hat I look at, I double take. So like 98% of the red hats I see, I'm like, what? And then it's like, oh, it's a Adidas logo. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just like don't wear, red hats are done. Yeah, you get, it's kind of crazy that he canceled the red baseball cap. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really into wearing baseball caps in general, but definitely not. I'm never going to do the red cap. Can't do that. Man, that sucks because I've always really wanted a, a red cap. <laughs> <laughs> My lifelong dream was to have a red cap. Summer of 2016, I purchased at like a thrift store, like a, a maroon hat. And I was like, this is a cool hat. And then it has like an O on it or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then everything happened, and ever since then, I've never wore the hat. The hat's got to be retired. I guess it's, like, too close, you know? Even maroon, I'm, like, too close. Yeah. 
that's the other thing is like, regardless of what I think about it, I don't want to be mistaken for that. Yeah, God, no. Anyhow, that's our take on politics this week. What else is going on? Is this page over? Dad might have always been hard on me, but Dewey was like the son he wished he had. Like maybe the son Jeffy would have been to him if he had lived. Dewey worshipped the ground my father walked on. If my dad told him to jump, he didn't just ask how high, he fucking jumped without looking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excuse me. It's fate that my dad always seemed a little ill-placed, in my opinion, but I guess that's why dad had chosen Dewey as his drinking partner, and me as his punching bag. Well, I gotta get to work. Dewey reached a pudgy hand out and ruffled the kitten's fur. Nice kitten you got there. My kids have been asking for a cat. You gonna keep her? I'd lost count of how many ruffians Dewey's wife had popped out. Four, five, all of them hellions, and all of them boys. Visions of the tiny cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them alien boys. Dewey with his bad boys. Mm-mm-mm. I got a whole flock of bad boys. Visions of the <laughs> tiny kitten being tossed around like a football floated through my head, and my oh, hand no. curled protectively around the orange ball for haven't decided yet, but uh, yeah, I think she's going to stick around. Well, if you change your mind, just let me know, all right? I nodded. All right. Okay. See you. See you then, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> all right. Alright, see you later. Alright, let's stop there. Cool. See you later. That's it? That's where we're stopping? Yeah. He saved the cat. That was productive. Yeah, that's good. That's more action than I've seen in the other pages of this book. I guess good for him for getting out of his car and chasing that thing down. I wouldn't have. Hey, listen here, you motherfucker. Don't you come near my truck. (laughs) Oh, you're a cat. Okay. You grazed my truck nuts. (laughs) These are priceless heirlooms. Alright, is that the... Was that 70... Are we going to the last page now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Let's bring this puppy on home so I can go back to playing that samurai game. Let's rev this engine and speed on into the last page of Sweet Tea and Samurais. Mercifully, here we are, last page of Sweet Tea and Second Chances, a small town second chance romance, book one in the Lovebird Cafe series by Dylan Crush. All right, this is um, from Robbie's perspective. Uh, here we go. Uh, who's saying that? Who's saying this? Well, that's reading. You've never said that out loud before, but certainly you must be thinking it all the time. I need to know. I never stopped loving you. The only reason I left you. That stupid no was because I knew if you didn't take the scholarship, you'd never be able to get out from under your dad's thumb. He would have made it impossible for you to follow me to Texas. You know that. She pulled my head closer to hers. All that matters now is that we found a way to back to each other. It's all going to be okay. Okay. Great. Is that it? Her fingers combed through my hair while my whiskers scraped against her skin. Well, we made, we've wasted so much time. Are you serious about moving back? She looked up at me, her face an open book. I've got nothing. Her voice quivered as she took in a deep breath. I don't even have a place to live. Oh, dear. I cupped her chin, tilting her face up toward mine. You've got me, okay? And as far as I know, you've got dibs on the old Lovebird Cafe. I thought about things on the whole drive up. Maybe I can replant Grandma's big garden and do some sort of farm-to-table angle and start my own place. We'll do it together, baby. I promise. (laughs) And I don't think we're going to see that fucking menu, Austin. Yeah, it's a bummer. I wanted the menu. 
I wanted that French dip. For how much? How much you charging? Oh, at the Lovebird Cafe. Seven ninety nine. That's a. Oh, I was gonna say, oh, north of ten dollars. Yeah, French for dip a is a little bit fr- special. French dip's a little premium item, my friend. For a fucking soup, ten ninety nine. Saint, you're charging eleven bucks for a soup. French dip is a sandwich. It's not just a soup, dude. It's a sandwich. What are you talking? Are about? we talking about a Dallas soup? Or are we talking about a New York City? Soup? Why do you keep talking about the soup? There's a sandwich element. You're just ignoring that. Do you not know what a French dip is? Do I not know what a French dip is? It's a sandwich you dip into a soup. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. You're talking about French I'm onion talking, I'm soup? I'm talking about soup over here. Yeah, what else is new? <laughs> My apologies. Yeah, it's got soup on the brain. Ten ninety five for the French dip. Most other sandwiches run about six ninety five to eight ninety five. But yeah, the French dip is a, is a it's a bit pricier. Kind of like I mean, what this is Texas, so this wouldn't be here. But kind of like you know, the lobster roll is always a, a, a little bit more expensive than the other options. Just by a hair. And this place, they do a good burger. It's a fourteen dollar burger. People complain. That's a yeah. That's a bit <laughs> high for the Lovebird Cafe, but you know. They got to make ends meet, and it does have bacon on it. <laughs> it's got bacon, onion rings, and barbecue sauce. Are you kidding me? New York burgers are like twenty bucks starting. Right, but if I Whoa. if I went to say <laughs> I don't live know, in hell, <laughs> Richmond, Virginia, and I saw a burger for like fifteen bucks, I'd be like, "What the fuck is so special about this burger?" It's craft, farm <laughs> to table, my friend. You think Richmond's immune? No, sir. The liberals, they're everywhere. <laughs> when I interviewed up here in the city, before I moved up here and I was down in the West Village, during my interviews, they, they sent me to lunch. They're like, go take a lunch break, come back. And I went to the spot around the corner from, from that office. And I sat down and I saw a chicken sandwich on this menu. And it looked like a normal chicken sandwich. It was like a chicken thigh, some pickles, some, I think, some Asian slaw, and and that was like that was that. You know, just your run of the just your, your run of the chicken sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> okay, this sandwich was fucking twenty three dollars, and it was you're coming in here telling me you got a chicken sandwich with Asian slaw on it, and you're surprised that it was twenty three dollars in the West Village. It's coleslaw. Yeah, you're lucky it wasn't fifty dollars. No, I mean, I've never <laughs> seen a twenty three dollar chicken sandwich before. I was like, all right, this is so ridiculous. I have to have it, and I tried it, and it was worth every penny of that twenty three dollars. I gotta say. Manhattan is weird because it has the biggest disparity between like, like you can yeah those sand- you can buy a sandwich in the West Village for like twenty five dollars and it's just I can like go to the papaya dog next door and it's and it's just like a regular sandwich yeah or you can get a hot dog or a piece of pizza for like pennies you can give a guy some loose change and get a piece of pizza it's good I mean I'm glad honestly the pizza's better and the hot dogs man I'd kill to just go out and eat a hot dog in the street yeah you probably could I'd that's kill. pretty social distancing. Safe, I guess, but they got to hand me the, the hot dog. But yeah, you're right. That's just one person interacting right. with me. Screw them. Whatever happens to them is their own fault for serving me hot dogs. Well, don't eat it in front of them. Just back away. I'm going to eat. <laughs> stand really close to them. Thank you. There are people like that, mm-hmm. right? Without masks who are going out there being like, just proving how bad they yeah. are by like getting in people's faces. Absolutely. What a world. I see it at the deli when I go pick up beers and stuff. Really? Like, People just take their mask off and they're like yelling their order. It's like, yo, chill the fuck out. I mean, I will say the New York City deli counter is the most high stress place on earth for whatever reason. And often it's coming from the customer's direction. <laughs> it is rarely the worker. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen, I see those people get berated. Mm-hmm. And they rule. They do everything. By me. 
by you. <laughs> Too much pepper. But I will say coming coming back from Virginia though, there's like and then look like walking around here, every, it seems like most everyone's wearing a mask in New York. But Virginia still pretty hit or miss, man. Yeah, yeah. The mask compliance is pretty good here for sure. Well, it sucks because their numbers are going. They're definitely moving in a bad direction. Yeah, they're going to go back up. This is all bad, man. This 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 is bad, dude. Yeah. I guess we're just supposed to be like whatever, who cares? We're doing a podcast. Mm. Keep powering through, but like this is the end of the world, right? <laughs> the fact that you can't immediately be like no is a bad sign. <laughs> the fact that it takes you a minute to be like, well, probably not. Well, I'm not sure how far removed from reality I am, so I don't know. I've I've been thinking weird shit about the world for a long time, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, interesting guy. All I know is I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. Nah. <laughs> it sucks. I think everyone's dealing with it differently. I'm glad you guys are doing okay. I'm playing a butt ton of video games, man. Playing a lot of video games, dude. As long as the power stays on, I'll be all right, I guess. Anyway, you want to wrap this shit up? What's going on here? Yeah, this is the last page. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Just went off on a fucking tangent about how awful the world is when we could just be done with this. We could. You're right. Let's just get on through as soon as I find my place. All right. Where was I? I will say, just for the record books, for the listeners out there, this has to be our longest recorded episode, right? We're going to hit two hours and five minutes. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to cut it down pretty good. I'm not saying the episode's going to be long. I'm saying, have we ever had a... There's a lot of silence. I don't recall ever having a two-hour recording session here, at least in the remote version of the show. No, actually, you'd be surprised, man. Most of the most of the remote episodes we've been have been hour 30 and longer. They are weirdly, for some reason, longer than the episodes in person. I guess because I'm just here and I can turn around and go to bed immediately. Probably also a lack of human interaction outside. That's of- true, too. I don't even. You're the only people I talk to. <laughs> Once every two weeks, I talk to people and it's you. And then I say a bunch of fucked up shit and feel bad about myself. <laughs> I'm going to wake up from this. I'm going to be hung over after this episode. I'm going to wake up and be like, what did I do? <laughs> just kidding. I never think about this show five minutes after we're done with it. <laughs> cool. It's good to know that you don't think about it, but I spend it like eight hours fucking producing it. I will. I only, I actually, I stand by it. I don't really think about it, but I mean it in the best way in that I just let it go. And then when I hear it, I'm getting like pleasantly surprised by how good it is based off of your pr- production. Not saying that we're like super funny, but I'm all, I'm always like, Oh wow. Can you add a lot of cool shit to this that I didn't expect? I make sure every single thing I say is celebrated. <laughs> Shane's on the forums. <laughs> Shane is everybody that emails us. He requested this book. It's true. I, I'm burning through all my fake email accounts. Soon I'll have to make a whole new batch. All right. Can I finish this up here? I think I found my spot. <laughs> Thank you. We'll do it together, baby. I promise. But I forgot to ask. What are you doing here? Are you still working on the house? I need to find out who bought it so I can get it back. You're right, Robbie. I shouldn't have let it go. He bought it. Boom. Spoiler alert. It's okay. I rubbed my hands up and down her arms. It's not. Some stranger's going to be moving in here. I don't know how I'll get the money. Now with everything tied up in the restaurant and all, but I've got to figure out a way. God, I said it's okay. The house, it's ours. What? Damn. Whoa. How? What? Way to fucking ruin it, Austin. How? That's where I'm at, Some dude. company bought it. I'm here to ruin everything. Mrs. Hayes said the family was from out of state. It was me. <laughs> Do you get it, idiot? I bought it. I bought the house. But how? Robbie, no. I sold my rock hard abs. <laughs> I sold my implants. You bought the house. 
Yeah, I did. Where did you get? No. The baseball field? That's right. I sold the baseball field. <laughs> I nodded. It was worth it. Uh, I couldn't let, I couldn't see this place fall into someone else's hands. I love when massive plot points are revealed in the last page. <laughs> this guy owned a baseball field. And he sold it to buy a house. The yeah. two are equivalent in value. <laughs> say you need a little bit more than a baseball field's worth of money to buy a house right maybe he owned like the st louis cardinals stadium (laughs) i sold bush stadium (laughs) and i made 450 million dollars i am robbie bush after all she (laughs) flung herself at me i barely caught her as she wrapped her legs around my middle and her arms around my shoulders oh you dumbass too much leg wrapping in this book dumbass a lot of leg wrapping i shifted her in my arms pulling her tighter (laughs) Wow, that wasn't the reaction I expected. Oh, you did that for me? My hands cupped her ass. Hell, Kathy, I'd do anything for you. Don't you know that by now? We'll figure out your restaurant. What an appropriate time to start cupping ass. Eventually get around to the baseball field. The whole thing. But where am I going to live? And what about us? I thought we should take things slow, you know, get used to each other again before making any big decisions. Well, figure it out. I carried her toward the front door. And what's all this nonsense about going slow? Her legs clenched together and a warm wave of desire washed over me. I guess slow has always been overrated. Let's go bang it out. Exactly. <laughs> she pulled back and met my eyes. I love you, Robbie. Yeah, I like you too, man. Sounds cheesy, but as the words left her mouth, sunshine filled up in my heart. My lips split into a grin as wide as the Missouri River. And I swept her up in my arms and twirled her around. I love you too, <laughs> Cassiopeia Belmont. That's her name. Now, how about we go try out that tub? He's gonna pee in it. <laughs> the end. Yeah, we a good thing we skipped all the sex scenes because they were disgusting. <laughs> uh, okay, well, hey. Brava. You know, you shouldn't be judging people's kinks, dude. I'm not judging anybody. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's, it's, the, the sex scenes were disgusting. I'm assuming you're talking about... Oh peeing on each other the water sports but you know what listen you're right i guess i should say it's not to some would say that's the best thing you can do in a relationship (laughs) you get it kanish you like to piss all over people i get it you know that's fine i i don't you're right i should clarify i don't mean to disparage that if you like if that's your thing cool i don't want to hear you read it to me particularly yeah on a wednesday night come on on a wednesday come on spin cities on tomorrow every night's the weekend Every night's the weekend in the quarantine, baby. Spin cities on tomorrow. Was that a Thursday show? Don't get me started on the goddamn 90s TV schedule again. That's a Tuesday show, man. I just wanted to rile you up. Okay, how are we casting this? Hot shots. Cassie is played by... Brooke Shields? Yes. Yo, let's go all 90s. Let's challenge ourselves. All 90s. Okay. All right, I got the perfect Robbie in that case. Okay. All right, it's going to be a little... He's got washboard abs, mind you. Yes. Okay. And a face that... It's going to be Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Although I don't know if Donnie Wahlberg can pull off the Texas accent, but I think he's up to a challenge. I'm willing to get, you know, it's, I was going to go with uh, Matthew McConaughey. That's too easy. The audience will just, they'll know. Sometimes easy does it. They say, who else is in this book? Dewey. 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 J.K. Simmons. Ooh, I was going to say Louis Anderson. I was going to say James Vanderbeek. Whoa. How old was Dewey again? <laughs> I didn't get that. It seemed like he was the same age as Robbie because he was I like. I thought he was old for some reason. He was the son that my dad wished he had had instead oh, of me. I'm so. stupid. What else is new? The dad. I'll go with J.K. Simmons for that one since I was wrong. There you go. You know, let's stretch this Texas acting. Yeah. Let's get Albert Brooks as the dad. Albert Brooks? 
is from Texas? No, I'm saying it's a stretch if we got Donnie Wahlberg. Oh. It's a full 90s just toss-up. I was going to go the other way. I think he's from Texas, but maybe he's not. I was going to Tommy Lee Jones would be good. He's certainly from Texas. He is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know he's Southern. But he's like, he's got the Texas accent. He's got a Texas vibe for sure, which is why I went with it, but... Yeah, let's do him for the daddy. Okay. There was also uh, Scooper. Oh, we can't forget Scooper. Scooper is played by John Turturro. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. But in like with like false teeth and like a lot of makeup, like in a real kind of like uh, kind of oh brother, where art thou? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, he's like a, he's he's got like overalls on. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Pockets full of gravel. All right. Well, who's directing this sucker? It's a romance after all. Coen Brothers. The lead singer of The Bare Naked Ladies. Wow, okay. Weird one. I was going to say James L. Brooks. I feel like you said him last time. <laughs> or Did re- I? Recently. I don't know. That's okay. He can direct all of them. As good as it gets. Okay, great. That does it. Is that the end? Well, maybe um, Cassie should be Helen Hunt. Oh. And maybe Robbie should be Jack Nicholson. And maybe <laughs> Scooper should be Greg Kinnear. Okay. I see where you're going with this. And I don't like it. I'm going the other way. I'm going Helen S- Hunt. I'm going Helen Hunt, and I'm going Skeet Ulrich as um, Scooper. No, here's my cast. And Cuba Gooding Jr. as uh, Dewey. Way off base. <laughs> We're doing uh, Helen Hunt as Cassie. I'm sticking with Helen, but then I'm going Bill Paxton. Oh, okay. A little, little bit of Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> And then a flying cow. When As Good As It Gets came out, the moment that movie came out and they put it on an airplane, I was flying to India and I watched it. <laughs> the moment it came out and then they put it on an airplane. So actually much later. But I, I watched it on my way to India. And then I loved it so much that I watched it on the plane ride back as well. How old were you when that came it was out? In the, it was like 97. I was like, I don't know. You were a child <laughs> watching As Good As It Gets both ways Nine on a years to old. India. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's an endearing story. That movie really does have the best use of the title in the movie when he's like, is this really as good as it gets? You know? Spoiler. Sorry. Spoiler. And then he says something charming. We watched a James L. Brooks recently. We watched Broadcast News. Was it good? Yeah, it has Albert Brooks in it. That's why he's on my mind. Uh, it was good. This episode's over and we are willingly continuing it. Um... Yeah. That's okay. Let's go another hour. <laughs> let's talk about our favorite movies. Let's not. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. Let's, let's wrap it up here. Thanks to uh, Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to Chris Linguist for our artwork. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZM Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have a Patreon currently. You could subscribe to it. You could give us five bucks uh, and listen to our backlog of premium episodes but we are not currently charging per month so once you pay that five dollars uh you're not going to be charged next month although we are thinking- well, hold up we might start doing episodes in august we don't know yet we'll figure it out okay all right well thanks let's get the internal strife out there on the <laughs> podcast also big shout out to samantha and taylor and to everyone yeah. else who writes us thank you for doing that and if anyone has any suggestions maybe uh less of a sexy book and yeah. send it our way and That's- we'll We'll try it. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a, have a, you know, a good quarantine, I guess. Whatever. Bye now. Bye.